0: Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. We are five days away from the 2022 season starting, um, and I cannot wait to see some of the team on stage this weekend. Um, We have two athletes, a bikini girl and a physique guy and PCA first timers um, to kick the season off. It's it's, it's a show that I'm heading down for, which uh, for me, for those of you who don't know, um, I live in uh, a town called Dundee, which is in Scotland, it is actually about a six hour drive away from where this show is. That's the thing, I'll, I'll have a lot of athletes do shows down south um, and to get there, it's either a very long drive or it's a flight. And let me tell you, there's no there's no airports that go into Peterborough um, that fly from anywhere near where I stay. So yeah, it's gonna be a long drive or perhaps the train down, um, but it's well worth it when you see your athletes on stage um, and those sort of special moments they have. Um, so yeah, I cannot wait for that. Uh, I guess I didn't give you guys an update on uh, how how Dubai was with a, a four-month-old who's now who's now five months. Um, it was actually awesome, uh, really, really awesome. It was just a little bit different holiday. Than I'm used to on holiday. I'm used to uh, sort of sitting sitting in the sun, lying in the sun for about eight hours and getting a tan, getting a little bit burnt. Whereas um, the wee man couldn't. Uh, he's not allowed to be in the sun at all. He had to be in total shade. So we would just kind of spend our day finding activities to do kind of pushing him about in the pram uh, with this like big sun blocker cover over, doing stuff inside um, or doing stuff in the shade and then taking him for a little swim later on in the afternoon when the sun, um, sun was in a different part of the sky, so the pool was kind of shaded. But um, yeah, it was, it was different, but you know what? He was class on the flight um, and he actually slept like a dream. I wish he was still sleeping now like he was on holiday, but um, that's been the hardest part for me is adjusting to the, Adjust into the sleep or the lack of whereas I think that when you're when you're into bodybuilding as much as I am um you're always used to getting your sort of minimum eight hours you know when you, you go to bed at say nine at night getting up at six in the morning or whatever um but hey ho uh, we'll persevere we we signed up for it so uh we won't complain but um yeah so that's a little update um on me, uh, I'm actually cruising at the current moment, just pulling a bit of body fat off before I push up again. But again, it's more of a slower push up. Um, I'm sure you, you know what I'm, I'm kind of doing. If you've listened to the uh, the podcast, um, a few podcasts ago, that was about more sort of my perspective on you know bodybuilding and being a dad. But anyway, onto um, the <coughs> excuse me, onto the episode structure um, today. So one thing that I had someone ask about was Thelma Sarton. and I think. Tell me, starting something that's only really came into the bodybuilding scene in recent years. Like I'm talking, I only started really hearing about it in 2020, and um, this is now 2022. So relatively, relatively quick. Now, you might be an assisted bodybuilder. You may have never have heard of this, um, but it's something that I I would say that any serious bodybuilder across the UK is probably using. Um, and you know, today's podcast is just to go. Give you a little insight as to maybe why, um, but also just kind of what it does within the body, what it helps stop, and, and why it's maybe taken. It's telmisartan is a medication, ultimately that's used to help lower blood pressure. And I think whilst its usage is becoming increasingly popular, many will just take it without much of an understanding of exactly what it does, and they'll just say, "Oh, well my coach told me to take it, so I did," or "I saw that, you know." I mean, where kind of where the usage? Set. Kind of stemmed from was uh, you could say from Joe Jeffries and from his coach at the time I think was Victor Black, and that's really how it came into into the UK as far as far as I'm aware. Um, my coach is Cal, and he's obviously um, got links with Joe, and, and that's kind of how I'm aware of it came in the UK. And it's um, temazepam belongs to it's a class of drugs known as what we call angiotensin two receptor blockers. So for short. We're gonna say ARBs. Um, so, in order to understand what that means, we kind of we've got to get some things clear first. Now, before I go into it, I understand that this this podcast might be a little bit sciencey, and I will try and do my best after a scientific term to say you know give you a, a dumbed down version in layman's terms because that's what this podcast is all about. But, but understandably, if, if there is something that you maybe don't quite Understand, please don't just switch off because I'll do my best to to make it um, as I said as, as simple as I can. Um, but just just knowing that there's a certain terminology of something can help you then understand what comes later on in the podcast. But um, anyway, let's let's see talk about ARBs now. There's a hormone system within the body, and actually for short it's called RAS. R A A S. Now that stands for renin, angiotensin, aldosterone system. Now, this system is really in charge of regulating blood pressure within the body and fluid balance. And they all kind of work in synergy and one thing affects another. And it regulates its response to things like angiotensin, uh, which is, I guess we should probably say, a naturally occurring uh, hormone within the body that is going to narrow your blood vessels and ultimately um, lead to an increase in, in blood pressure. Now, the one that we're mostly interested in is angiotensin 2 um, bec- and the reason we're, we're really focused on that is because when we use anabolic steroids, we raise the levels of angiotensin 2 within the body. If you're thinking, well Vaughn, there's angiotensin, there's angiotensin 2, what the fuck are you talking about? All you need to know is that there is a cascade from angiotensinogen to angiotensin 1 to angiotensin 2. Now, Angiotensin 2 is the one that can kind of go around the body and have its effects on a variety of things and systems. And there's receptors all, all, all throughout the body. But you might be thinking, right, well... Why is it going to, like, Vaughn? what has that got anything to fucking do with telmisartan? Well, let me go into, into it. So, first, we've got to look at angiotensin 2's effects within the body and then the specific consequences that we see when that molecule binds to those receptors. So, we're first going to look in, like, the arterioles, which are just small blood vessels with, throughout the body. Now, when angiotensin two is going to bind to them, it's going to call... Uh, Going to cause restriction so what does that mean it just means narrowing of the blood vessels and that's caused by you know they've got muscular walls so that muscular wall contracts and that's how they're they're sort of going to become n- narrower uh, as you can imagine like that will that vasoconstriction that will increase blood pressure this meaning that the heart is having to work a little bit harder to pump the same amount of blood around the body it's, uh, its pace, its speed is, is increased. Secondly, you now just what I want you to do is as I sort of go through these points, I just want you to try and remember them, and then what you'll have is the cumulative effect of everything that I've spoke about. So we know point one, binding, like vasoconstriction in small blood vessels, heart will to work that a little bit harder. Secondly, angiotensin 2 can bind in the kidneys. Now, what this does is it stimulates sodium reabsorption. Sodium is just, you know, fancy term for your, you know, salt, effectively. Um, as I say to clients, I say this all the time: where sodium goes, water flows. Meaning that if we have an increased sodium, or we have an increase in sodium reabsorption. It's going to lead to an increased water retention, which is going to further compound blood pressure on the other hand I mean, well alongside that i should say binding is also going to decrease what's called glomerular filtration rate you're thinking whoa that's a it's a big fancy word but in short this just means that the small filters in the kidneys that remove waste and excess fluid are working suboptimally so again i'm telling you just what angiotensin 2 does bear in mind that this is designed, you know, this is in the body as the body's evolved, it needs this, but I'm just telling you that what it does, so you can imagine what if we have a chronic increased level of angiotensin 2 will do. Now, thirdly, angiotensin 2 can bind to uh, the hypothalamus which is just a region in the brain and what this does is it acts to stimulate the sensation of thirst. Now, what happens when we've got an increased stimulation of thirst? We're obviously going to increase our fluid consumption now. Again, we compound this with the increased sodium reabsorption, increased water retention. You can see again, this is going to increase our blood pressure. Um, not only that, but this will also increase the secretion of something called antidiuretic hormone, or short for ADH. Now, this is a hormone that is involved in regulating the amount of water in your body. Now, it does this by controlling the amount of water the kidneys reabsorb as they kind of filter out waste from your blood. So, an increased production of ADH is gonna lead to, say, more concentrated urine, which is gonna reduce the, the loss of fluid from urination, thus making our body retain more fluid. So, as you can see, again, compounding the effects of of blood pressure fourthly I feel like I'm going on forever here Um, those of you that have listened to this podcast know that you'll hear me speak about fight or flight right so if I say that angiotensin 2 can impact our sympathetic nervous system you know that I'm speaking about that fight or flight system and what that's going to do is increase adrenaline production now Adrenaline is is typically re- you know, released in response to stressful situations, and if you didn't know by now, it can cause, as I've already said before, the vasoconstriction of blood vessels, increased heart rate, and ultimately, elevation of blood pressure. Now, not only that, adrenaline can directly impact the release of renin. So, this is where I want you to think back to the start of this podcast, where I had said the renin angiotensin aldosterone system and it was a system that regulates our blood pressure and, and fluid balance. So you know so far we've spoken about angiotensin 2 um but what we what we kind of know is that that binding of angiotensin 2 in the sympathetic nervous system is also directly affecting the release of renin. Now renin is just an enzyme you know produced by the kidneys and it's responsible for helping convert angiotensinogen which is a precursor of angiotensin 2 to angiotensin 1 and then ultimately you'll get angiotensin 2 coming thereafter now again i know that was maybe perhaps a a big mouthful but just what i want you to remember is just that increased adrenaline increases increases renin so we then have more angiotensin 2 being created now renin is usually released in response to low sodium levels low blood volume or low blood pressure and subsequently what it does is it will increase sodium levels, increase blood volume and and blood pressure. Now due to our use of anabolics we are going to see uh, an increased release of renin simply due to having more angiotensin 2 in the body at all times and the increase of renin as I've already said will Cause the body to reuptake sodium fluid and again compound this impact on blood pressure. So you can kind of see again backing up the point of you could see how higher levels of angiotensin to within the body can negatively impact um, our blood pressure both directly and indirectly. Now, lastly, I know I said uh, fourthly before, but th- this will be the last point. I'll I'll talk on angiotensin too. Again, we've got to think back to the renin-angiotensin-aldosterone system. So, I've covered renin, I've covered angiotensin. Time to talk about aldosterone very quickly. So, aldosterone is a mineral corticoid that ultimately influences electrolyte and fluid balance within the body. Now, in the kidneys, it's going to increase sodium channels, allowing more sodium to be reabsorbed by the body and an increased excretion of potassium. The result, as you guessed it, an increase in blood pressure and fluid retention. Remember that phrase where sodium goes, water flows. But I don't want to harp on about angiotensin to being, you know, bad. You know, it's it's mostly that it's the increased chronic levels that I think that would maybe compel you to want to do something about it and maybe use tellmaarin like some other bodybuilders out there are so it's nothing to to freak out about but it's worth noting that you know the body is going to produce angiotensin too whether you're on gear or whether you're not you know the body's evolved to use this hormone for survival you know I guess without it we we couldn't we couldn't, couldn't optimally survive however as I said the problem with our assisted bodybuilders is having this at chronic levels Elevated um, through using so using the use of Peds. So if you're thinking, why would bodybuilders use it? Well, I think it's important to consider the effect of having elevated blood pressure for a very long time. Bear in mind that a lot of assisted bodybuilders will often take take gear for years or decades, and it's that high blood pressure. That is going to negatively impact, you know, both the muscularity of the heart, the function of of the kidneys. Um, remember that the heart's having a work the, the heart is working harder, faster, um, chronically, and on the other hand, the kidneys uh, the kidneys filtration rate is um, is decreased. So you've left with a scenario where you've kind of got impaired. Like if you do this for an, a, a long period of time. You've left the scenario where you've got car- cardiac and kidney functioning being impaired. So a lot of people are thinking, "Well, does this mean that like this telmisartan wonder drug is means I could take gear forever and not see those effects?" No, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that bodybuilders will use telmisartan as like a like a long term harm reduction strategy that we they're trying to mitigate the effects of higher levels of angiotensin two uh, by by bringing them down by using telmisartan, which is an ARB. So if if you think, well, one, how does it work? So angiotensin II levels are still elevated. Well, telmisartan is, is in there as a blocker. So what that does is it'll go to a receptor where angiotensin II can bind and it effectively block that so angiotensin II cannot bind to that receptor. So that's effectively how it helps then lower what angiotensin 2 can do and ultimately lower blood pressure. Now, for me, from my personal experience, I can, I'm can i going to attest to the positive effects of taking telmosertin and what that's had on my blood pressure. In fact, I, mo- I monitor my blood pressure multiple times across the week. And I think that if you're taking an anabolics, you should be doing this. It doesn't matter the level that you're at, but particularly you've been taking it taking our box for a long time, and you're a heavier set guy, and you get you know you've got a fair bit of muscle mass, and like your body weight is is higher. and um, you're pushing you're pushing things peak off season like you've got to be doing this. And um, but for me, when I implemented it, it kind of dropped my systolic blood pressure from like holding in the high one thirties, mid to high one thirties, right down to mid one twenties. Um, so seeing that improvement for me. Like that was a no-brainer. I was like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue, continue using this as, I said, a harm reduction strategy because it's fine. Like it's all well and good now. Thinking, oh well, fuck it. My blood pressure is it, you know, whatever it is. Um, But then if you forget about it and you leave it there for a decade or more, like you'll then be kicking yourself at what the effects it's had on your heart. And ultimately, the longevity of your life later on down the line because you know, I still want to bodybuild for a, a long time, albeit I don't want to, you know, be a mass monster. Um, but I want to make use of these compounds for, for years and know that I'm doing it in quote unquote the healthiest possible way and trying to, as I said, mitigate any sort of side effects that it's having on my body. Um, so yeah, as I like, to, to drill home the point, I, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, you know. Go out and take telmisartan. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you the effects of Andrew Tenson too. What, how, how works to lower that, and then just the benefits that I've seen to take uh, from taking telmisartan. You might be wondering why bodybuilders have opted for telmisartan uh, than you know than other ARBs out there. So after doing a little bit of digging, uh, I found that telmisartan has a higher affinity for the angiotensin. To type one receptor by meaning that it's going to bind to it more strongly, you could say, um, and more readily than other ARBs. It also has a long duration of receptor binding, and ultimately, the medication itself has a long half-life, which uh, can be up to 24 hours, which the other ones uh, can be quite significantly less. So, to put it in layman's terms, it's ultimately meaning that it'll stay in your system for longer. Um, and it will be effective really until the next time you come around to to take in the drug again. Now, on top of lowering blood pressure, uh, telmisartan has also been shown uh, to be superior in reducing fasting plasma glucose levels by improving insulin sensitivity. So, as bodybuilders, we know that we push push food, um, and it can directly impact the you know our insulin sensitivity, as our faster blood glucose levels increase, or our blood glucose levels across the day increase, or we're maybe using something like growth hormone, and we know that that's going to be, that's going to cause a little bit of desensitization to, to insulin. So having that in, you could say, has an added benefit. It's also going to increase um, a, a protein hormone called adiponectin, which is involved in regulating glucose levels as as well as fat acid breakdown. So what does this equate to? You know, it's equating to to lower levels of overall cholesterol in the body and reduced LDLs. Now what's something that is often elevated by the use of anabolic steroids? Your LDLs and your cholesterol. So given that using using anabolics can raise that, and Talmosartin helps kind of do the opposite, um it's going to support its use for not only, you know, like trying to stay on top of blood pressure, but also trying to reduce the quote-unquote bad cholesterol in our in our blood. And I guess in this podcast, what I've tried to do, um, I know I've kind of very briefly covered it, but I've hoped I've give you some some like home hitting points of what increased levels of angiotensin two has as an effect in our body, the consequences of that, which ultimately is going to um, negatively impact our blood pressure and then if you can see why the, the effects it has then you can see why when, when we put in telmosartan that effectively blocks these receptors um, it's going to help it's not going to bring down that's why i want to make a point it's not going to help reduce the levels of angiotensin 2 in your body it's just going to reduce the amount that can bind to those receptors so, without the use of telmisartan, you could say that there's an, an increased uh, level of water retention, there's a electrolyte imbalance, there's ultimately uh, an increased uh, level of blood pressure, both directly and indirectly. Um, if, and, and if that hormone was to remain chronically elevated in our body at all times, it's going to impair cardiac and kidney function, effectively your heart and your kidneys, so that's why you'll see assisted bodybuilders use telmosartan as more of like a preventative measure to lower pro- blood pressure as a harm reduction strategy and um, to support their heart and kidney health. Um, and to also, again, summarize that telmosartan is also superior to other ARBs in, in many ways, um, such as the reduction of kind of blood cholesterol. It's, it's long half-life, and it's probably why, as assisted bodybuilders, we would favor that over the use of any other ARBs. So it is more of a, a shorter episode for me guys uh, but this one was requested from uh, when I put out an, a, a question box a few weeks ago um, and I said what do you want to hear about someone said tell me certain I said that's actually something that I would enjoy researching about writing about and then ultimately doing a podcast on so Remember that if you have something that you want to hear about that I've not covered, please please do check, because this is like over 130 episodes, please do check they I've not covered it. But If i have not, I'm more than happy to then formulate an episode after a bit of research and whatnot on that topic and then try and deliver a podcast in uh, as, as layman's terms as I can, but understandably, you know, I can't. I can't. I can only try and dumb it down so much. So that's why you'll hear me say like a scientific term, and then try and say, "Well, this is this is what it is." So I hope that um, what what I kind of hope is that you, if you struggle with these podcasts with some of the science, is that as you're listening to the podcast, just have the article, the the relevant article open on the website as you're listening to it. So if you miss something, you can pause, you can read it back, um, or sometimes just reading it um, opposed to listening to, it or vice versa, can ultimately just get it like more solidified in your brain can't it um so please don't feel free as i said drop me a dm on instagram um and to say hey Vaughn, i just wondered if you covered this or could you cover that and i'd be more happy to do so um, so that's it for me guys i hope you're well just remember that wherever you are whatever you do give it the beans